Today is Friday, October 8th, and uh, this is Dr. Gwen broadcasting from sunny Santa Barbara. We had some rain this week, which is our first one for this rain season, which is really nice. But it's always nice when the sun comes out. Um, October, as you know, is Pink Month, or the Breast Cancer Awareness Month. And this one I found really interesting and one I plan to pursue. And it's called uh, Fish Oil May Help Prevent Breast Cancer. Eating oily fish or taking fish oil supplements often may help reduce risk of developing breast cancer, according to a study published in the July 2010 issue of Cancer Epidemiology, Biomarkers, and Prevention. The study um, was led by uh, Dr. Brasky and colleagues from the Fred Hutchinson Cancer Research Center in Seattle. And they found that the current consumption of fish oil was directly correlated with a 32% reduced risk of breast cancer. They surveyed 35,000 women ages 50 to 76 in the vitamins and lifestyle cohort on their daily, uh, excuse me, on their dietary habits between 2000 and 2002. And a total of 880 incidents of invasive breast cancer were identified from 2000 through 2007 in a database called the Surveillance Epidemiology and Results Registry. The researchers found a 10-year average use of fish oil was associated with reduced risk of breast cancer, but the reduction was found only in the risk of ductal, ductal breast cancer, not lobular. There was no association observed between use of black cohosh, donghuai, soy, or St. John's wort, and the risk of breast cancer. Fish oil, which is high in, in the omega-3 fatty acids, has already been found protective against a number of cancers. Likewise, eicosapentaenoic acid, which is EPA, and DHA, which is dacosahet... I can't say it dacosahexanoic acid and two omega fatty acids found in fish oil have already been found protective against cancer. Breast cancer is diagnosed in more than 175,000 women in the U.S. and kills about 50,000. An estimated 12.5% of American women are expected to develop breast cancer sooner or later in their lifetime. Nutrition experts do believe that breast cancer in many cases is preventable. Diet and lifestyle are important in affecting the risk of this disease. There's been some compelling research about um, use of alcohol and the relationship to um, breast cancer. But I guess my point here is start eating the, the fatty fishes such as sardines, uh, salmon, tuna, and... Um, you may want to even look into, what I'm going to look into is a supplement of fish oil, um, you know, a, a nutritional supplement. Anyway, I wanted to pass that along because uh, I always try to do something in relation to breast cancer during pink month. The next one I, I, I just had to share because research like this just blows my mind that it's even uh, funded. Um, says it's so hard to get money for research, but I suppose there's some benefit in this. Um, I will leave that to you. It's called Unlocking the Secret of Beauty. Scientists discover the complexities of attractive female bodies. Interesting, huh? I know they've done this with relationship to uh, leaders for men, but now we look at attractive female bodies. Scientists in Australia and Hong Kong have conducted a comprehensive study to discover how different body measurements correspond 
with ratings of female attractiveness. This study was actually published in the Journal of Evolutionary Biology found that across cultural divides, young, tall, and long-armed women were considered most attractive. Physical attractiveness is an important determining factor for evolutionary, social, and economic success, according to the investigator, and the dimensions of someone's body can tell observers if that person is suitable as a potential mate, a long-term partner, or perhaps the threat they pose as a sexual competitor. Traditional studies of attractiveness have been found to uh, have been bound to the Darwinian idea of natural selection, which argues that an individual will always choose the best possible mate that circumstances will allow. Such studies have focused on torso, waist, bust, and hip measurements, but in this study, the team measured the attractiveness of scans of 96 bodies of Chinese women who were either students or volunteers aged between 20 to 49 years of age. Videos of the models were shown to a sample of 92 Australian adults, 40 men and 52 women aged between 18 to 58 years of age and mostly of European descent. They then compared the attractiveness ratings given by the Australian group to the ratings from a group in Hong Kong to avoid cultural bias. Both sample groups were asked to rate the model's attractiveness on a seven-point scale. On average, the raters took just 5.35 seconds to rate each model. The team then explored the statistical results focusing on age, body weight, and a range of length and girth measurements. The results show that there was a strong level agreement between the four groups of Australian men and women and Hong Kong men and women with scans of younger, taller, and lighter women being rated as more attractive. Women with narrow waists, especially relative to their height, were also considered more attractive. The study also revealed that BMI, or the body mass index, and the HWR, which is the hip-to-waist ratio, were both strong predictors of attractiveness. Scans of taller women who had longer arms were also rated highly, however, leg size did not contribute significantly to the rating. The results showed consistent attractiveness ratings by men and women and by Hong Kong, Chinese, and Australian raters, suggesting considerable cross-cultural consistency. In part, this may be due to shared media experiences. Nonetheless, when models are stripped of the most obvious racial and cultural features, the features that make bodies attractive tend to be shared by men or women across cultural divides. I was just in Africa um, a couple weeks ago, and I, I was amazed by the Maasai tribe. And many of these people are very tall, very thin. And what was amazing is in, in a country where poverty is... Is, is an issue, um, you don't see obesity. I get back on the plane, heading back to the United States. Uh, we flew from Nairobi to London and then home. All of a sudden, we saw a whole bunch of fat Americans. Um, this research also, I, I can't help but think that there's a certain bias because of, you know, the, the Chinese versus the Australians. And while I certainly understand the, the relevance of um, the Darwinian concept, especially because I just stood on his grave and I'm an absolute believer in Darwin's theories of evolution. I just kind of question why this is relevant. What, what can we do with this information? Um, are we perpetuating a bias? Um, I just hate to see women evaluated on their body size and I would like to see us valued more on our brains. Anyway, those are my thoughts for the day, trying to keep this short. This is Dr. Gwen. Um, if you ever have any comments for me or things you want me to talk about, send me an email at gwen at 
Dr. Gwen, that's G-W-E-N at D-R-G-W-E-N dot com. I wish you joy and health and um, be happy. Just take care.